I was prepared to basically um, sing the whole song, but my lawyers have warned me against it, copyright issues and all of that. But uh, if you haven't heard, if you haven't heard the song, it's a good song. It's a good video uh, by the late great Tom Petty, and uh, just I don't know. Like I was saying, the other examples, there's so many cool songs that involve different aspects of radio. It's kind of fun to go down that road and see what people have done with it. But anyhow, um, to get serious about things, you know, I'm going to start by asking uh, rhetorically because you can't answer me, but, um, you know, what is layer one when it comes to wireless? If you take that access point and you know hold it in your hand, you know that there's a RJ45 and into that RJ45 on the LAN side, we plug in UTP, you know, wire. And on the other side where the clients hit the wireless network, we have air, the mystical ether, RF, whatever you wanna call it. The physical layer uh, for wireless is, you know, that which we cannot see. Um, out there in the RF domain and you know that's pretty important when we talk about jamming and then just a quick definitional detour if that's even a word um, you know the notion of electronic warfare the first uh, definition I gave you there is mine um, that's the way I always think of it for the specific things that I did, you're basically denying the enemy the use of the electromagnetic spectrum. And yeah, this is all very war oriented, what I'm showing you, uh, but there's a reason for that. And then you can see, you know, Wikipedia's definition, which I won't read you, but you can, you know, look at it while I'm talking. The whole notion of the enemy in this case, well, if somebody's out there trying to hose up your network, in my opinion, you know, they, they are the enemy. <laughs> um, they're the bad guys. So maybe enemy is a little uh, mili military, militaristic. You get what I'm trying to say. Um, you know, maybe it's kind of a harsh verb for an IT tech or a harsh noun for the, uh, you know, IT realm. But at the same time, like I said, if somebody's trying to do you harm in your network operations, arguably it's a good term. And if we bring it out of the military realm and we talk about uh, jamming specifically in relation to Wi-Fi, right? Just let me hit you with a few um, thoughts to set the tone. In this world, Wi-Fi, and you really you can extend it to cell phone, whatever. Um, when we talk about jamming, it generally jamming generally doesn't pick and choose a technology. Generally, it's you know some uh, bad energy, if you will, directed at a frequency range, and anything in its path is gonna feel, um, gonna feel the effects. It's not like you can say, I'm gonna hose 2.4, but only Wi-Fi in 2.4 and everything else gets a break. It just doesn't work that way. And as I mentioned in the trivia question, you know, with the exception of putting distance between you and the bad guy or shielding or something, um, it's really the one thing we can't defend against. Encryption doesn't matter. Um, you know, the things that we typically do to safeguard our networks. When you get down to the physical layer, there's very little you can do to defend against this. 
And that is because it basically obliterates your signal to noise ratio. You know, you want that nice high uh, separation between signal and the noise floor. You know, well, that just gets wasted when you have effective jamming in play. Um, we're going to see that it's really uh, interesting to watch. Um, you know, we have these tightly, uh, what do you want to call it? curated, if you will, um, signals that we make use of in Wi-Fi and, you know, perfectly uh, developed modulation and all this stuff is really cutting edge, amazing stuff that the IEEE gives us in the way Wi-Fi works. And then jamming comes along and it just lays waste to it all. And to me, it's always kind of interesting to see that visually. And we're, we're going to have a look at that later. And you know the same people that are doing, you know, that are that are going to go out of their way to employ jamming, may also use high gain antennas. They might not care about power. Again, they're they're the enemy. They're basically saying the regulatory framework I could care less about. I, I'm going to do you know criminal things. I'm going to do things that the FCC, if they're the law of the land, says I cannot do yet I'm doing it. So if they're jamming, you know, they might throw on some accessories, amplifiers and high gain antennas that just make their, um, you know, what they're doing even worse. So, you know, we have to ask the very human question, why would anyone want to jam Wi-Fi? You know, we all use it and we're all good people and you know, it's something we need for our jobs. It, it just leave it alone. Well, you know, again, we're dealing with people. If you don't know who that little guy is, he's strong bad from Homestar Runner. Um, I might just choose to be a nuisance. Hey, I figured out when I turn on this thing I ordered off of AliExpress, everybody around me starts crying that they can't use Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah, you know, people can just you know, embark in just silly behavior. Um, you know, the silly behavior uh, might be actually a purposeful denial of service. There's some reason I want to just deny everybody using uh, wireless in the immediate area where I'm doing my thing. You know, it, it's a, it is a denial of service. You cannot access the network while it's going on. <clears throat> the topic of containment we'll talk about a little bit more. But this is where we also kind of bleed into some of the FCC's ambiguity, and I want to kind of pace ourselves on that topic right. But depending on what FCC document you read, the built-in tools for containment of rogues and such, um, you know, they, they consider it jamming. And again, you have to find the right document, and, you know, it's kind of all over the place, but we'll come back to that. Uh, maybe I'm just ignorant of laws. Oh, I didn't know I couldn't do that. All I did is turn on a thing and that thing laid waste to the environment. I didn't know. Or it could be part of a larger attack strategy. And we'll also talk about, you know, what that amounts to and, and how that gets used. So, as I mentioned, you know, the FCC is the the law of the land on jamming and i certainly don't you know plan on reading this entire thing or expect you to um, but just take a look under the uh, alert and just read the top heading this is dated april 2020 they have some newer documents they have some older documents 
Um, federal law prohibits the operation, marketing, or sale of any type of jamming equipment that interferes with authorized radio communications, including cellular and personal communication services, police radar, GPS. Okay, so in this document, they're saying you can't jam, you can't sell them, you can't use them. And if you look in their enforcement actions, which are pretty easy to find online, one of the more common things is somebody is selling jammers and they get busted and they get fined a lot of money. And, you know, Uncle Sam goes fundraising um, when they find these things getting done against, um, you know, the rules. The FCC has the final word. <clears throat> and just like they have, you know, they let us, uh, they give us the frequencies we can use. Use They allot us the permissions, if you will, to do all of the things that we do. Jamming when it comes to FCC and Wi-Fi is just so uh, gosh darn curious. And again, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But when we talk about jamming in any form, the FCC is the law of the land. And so this is cut and dry, um, like it said on the last slide, all the things that you can't do, and here's more of their text, you know, kind of spelling it right out. If it's something that jams, and then this is where you get into a little more of the, um, the ambiguity, right? So the last page talked about just GPS and PCS and cell signals. Here you get into GPS and very vague, other signal jamming device, designed to intentionally block, jam, or interfere with authorized radio communications. Okay, well now that could be AM, FM radio, that could be Wi-Fi, maybe. Um, some things are spelled out, some things aren't spelled out, and you know, a lot of times the, the ambiguity is purposeful, maybe, or are they that clueless? You know, name some things, don't name other things. It, it can be very confusing even though I'm saying this is cotton dry, all of the things that you can't do, you absolutely can't sell a jammer. Something I'm about to show you in a little bit, those things you can't operate or sell, but then the, the qualifying uh, narrative can be a little confusing. Especially when it comes to this sort of thing, um, and pretty much every wireless vendor gives you this option and what I want you to focus on is what's uh, circled in red. Uh, the ability to contain a rogue. My wireless network saw this rogue and I have the option of containing it. I have the option of launching deauth frames at it from nearby access points. And I can even say, do I want one access point, two, three, or four to do the containment, or do I want to let the system decide? Um, you know, smells like jamming to me, maybe, depending on what uh, FCC document you're reading. Um, I don't know, like I say, to me, it's very confusing, and I have yet to see an authoritative uh, document or regulation or anything that says, when what this page is letting you do is actually legal. I've heard wireless experts, people whose opinions I really truly value, I've heard vendor reps all say, well, if it's a rogue on your network, you can contain it. 
if you know that they're plugged into your land, you can contain it. And to me, I've never seen anything that says that is the case. That seems to be conventional accepted wisdom. And I don't buy it. I've never seen it documented that you can do that and reconcile it with some of the other, you know, FCC stances on this sort of thing. And I'm not saying I'm right and they're wrong. I'm just saying I find a lot of uh, room for dissenting opinion in this conversation. So maybe the FCC is letting wireless vendors sell something that may be illegal that you can use that if you use, you probably will get fined if you're found out. So put all that together and you know chalk it up to government. Uh, you know, I was gonna use a bad word, chalk it up to the government. So my opinion on all of that, you know, I, I think the FCC is so uh, left us so done a disservice to us by leaving us without clarity on, you know, uh, the whole DAW thing that they do call jamming in some of their docs uh, versus just raw energy jamming. And they're both, they consider them both jamming depending on, again, which thing you read on their website. I, way back when there was a uh, case with a couple of hotels getting dinged a lot of money. One of them was the Marriott and I wrote an open letter to the FCC and there's a lot of good commentary in the comments, people talking back and forth about their interpretation of things. Um, I know it's hard to get a link out of a webinar, but if you search for wired not an open letter to the FCC, um, you'll see what I'm talking about and you can kind of give it some thought and maybe see what you think of the whole mess. But that aside, let's see what the jamming looks like. Let's take a look at actual jamming and we're about to get into a live demo here. Uh, I'm guessing somebody knows what that aircraft is flying over that uh, tanker. Uh, I will tell you it's the EF-111. Um, that is a uh, Navy and Marines uh, electronic warfare aircraft. The tail thing is a big jammer and the thing is cut fraught with receivers and all kinds of crazy stuff. And um, I don't think it's in service anymore, but it's one of the more famous electronic warfare aircraft. And let me get my demo going. So again, we're looking at part of 2.4. The first thing I'll show you because I have it in my hand is what happens there with um, wideband scorched earth jamming. Um, you can see at the right-hand side of the screen, you know, it's pretty much a channel 11 kind of thing going on. Um, you know, and then over on the, you know, towards the middle, we got a little bit of, I'm hearing some of the rest of my house on one and six, the spikes, but really 11 is what's heard most of here. Um, and here comes your uh, brute force wideband jamming across the top. So if you think about what's happening here, right, all that carefully crafted modulation uh, down in the green and the red, you know, that's the usable stuff. And look at the, look at what the jamming is doing in this case. The power level is so much more um, with what I've gotten use. Um, and basically, at least in the military stuff, a lot of this is, you know, your automatic gain control function kind of to protect itself. And I'm gonna just keep it really, really simple. Um, the receiver is just driving its automatic gain way up and it's forgetting about everything but the highest signals. 
and some of that is like circuit protect circuitry protection stuff so things don't get hosed um, but it's also you know it is just a much stronger and uh, wider uh, signal than you know what the Wi-Fi 20 meg channel is in this case and again this is just brute force all you know band wide I'm purposely hosing an entire big swath of spectrum. And I just killed that one off and we'll let things settle out a little bit and get back to normal. And okay, so you can see underneath we're getting back to our normal, um, you know, normalcy of this particular, what we should see without a jamming, um, you know, jamming, uh, situation going on. And now let me bring you to a, a narrow band. In this case, I'm just gonna, out of convenience, because it's again, what I have in my hand, I'm just gonna hose up channel one. So even though there's nothing on channel one right now to speak of, um, over on the left side, that's where you're gonna see uh, the, the magic happen, the evil magic. And this is where, again, I'm just purposefully hosing up channel one, get there, go. And when we walk over, you'll see channel one getting hit pretty hard. And here it comes. And then it falls off. So this is where, you know, I choose just to screw up for whatever reason, one channel to make you move to another because I have something nasty waiting for you on another, um, you know, different attacks for different things as we mentioned. And in all cases, generally jamming is higher power. I mean, if they're going to the trouble of doing this, they generally are using more than the typical, you know, uh, up to 100 milliwatts that normal Wi-Fi uses. And a lot of times it's much, much less than that. And jamming sometimes often is measured in complete watts and is really just meant to, just to be devastating. I mean, that's that's one of the hallmarks of, you know, quote unquote jamming. And so how do we use it in more complex uh, wireless LAN attacks? So, you know, straight up uh, denial of service. You know, I do a little reconnaissance. I figure out you're using wireless cameras, and um, you know, by golly, I think I'll just do a little jamming and help myself to your premise and part of my attack strategy. Uh, just one example, or maybe I use uh, you know targeted jamming to bump people off of a channel that they're on to make them go to my channel. And on my channel is, you know, your SSID and my evil twin. And, you know, I, I'm kind of forcing you down my funnel where other uh, things are going to happen to you that are unpleasant. And if we employ the DOP, um, you know, type of jamming, this is where not only do I bump you off a channel, but I, you know, kick you off of your own SSID and onto mine where my evil twin awaits. Evil twin. Fitting word. Uh, this is actually pretty good, you know, the um, demo coming afterwards because we are going to do some visual. So, um, you know, to detect 
the uh, jamming in play, you're going to need a spectrum analyzer if you actually want to see it. And then even then, it's really hard sometimes to tell if what's going on is jamming or just the signature of another product. Um, this is all, you know, the radio signature of another product. This is all happening in the unlicensed band. There's all kinds of stuff that could be in play. And just when you think you've seen it all, there's always one more uh, radio-based device doing something fairly ill-thought-out and uh, placed right in the middle of <laughs> Wi-Fi environment to screw things up. Um, you know, if you're going to sense it, some monitoring systems can say, hey, I detect jamming. Um, you know, probably like everything else that these systems do, I'm guessing vendors write the signature detection algorithms different ways and maybe what one calls jamming, somebody else calls something else or whatever. But, you know, you're not going to know about it unless somebody is either telling you or you can see it or people start complaining and then you run out and you find it. Um, to recognize it without tools, you're, you're just not going to sit down with a laptop without Wi-Fi tools and say, you know, okay, you're right, you're not connecting and it's because of jamming. You know, you're going to need some kind of, um, you know, tool-based assistance to figure out what's going on. And you may well need to fox hunt to find it. And what that means is you're going out there with a handheld spectrum analyzer or, you know, some kind of uh, Wi-Fi tool that can show you spectrum and you're looking to pin down the noise source. And the whole notion of uh, fox hunting and, um, you know, signal finding, that's a it's an absolute art and skill and it's actually a pretty cool radio hobby um, if you're looking for something fun to do look up nearby radio clubs that do fox hunting activities it, it can be pretty cool excellent uh well keith keith parsons wants to know if this is being recorded so we can send it to the ftc fcc to prove that you're jamming <clears throat> you okay with that uh, yes, and my name is um, Sam Clements. It's good to see you all today. <laughs> Again, the name was Samuel Clements. Capital S, capital C. Nice. Uh, we got a few questions here. Uh, a lot of funny comments in here. Uh, Lee, if you've got the chat pulled up, you can read through some of those uh, as well. Um, Anders has a question, any spectrum tool out there able to scan six gigahertz band uh, now that Wi-Fi 6E is out of the box, excluding large spectrum analyzer boxes, of course. Any thoughts there? Uh, if there are, um, I don't know about them as far as like a standalone tool. I don't know if the tool makers, I'm sure they're all working on them. I don't know of any that are actually out there yet. I know that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There's only a handful of tool makers out there. So I'm imagining that if they're not out yet, um, they've got to be in development, you know, legitimate um, tool makers. I do know that the, um, you mentioned the standalone commercial spec ANS. I have a, I have an Enritsu, which is one of the, you know, kind of more lab grade uh, stuff. And it's been able to do that for years, and that's just the way it was bought. I mean, so there is a, a big difference between the, um, you know, Wi-Fi specific stuff that is made just to listen to, you know, Wi-Fi, and Wi-Fi is just now becoming 
um, that band. So it's not surprising that the the tools maybe are lagging a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm, I I just don't know to give you the yeah. the long long-winded answer to a very or long-winded build-up to a very short answer. And uh, Keith in chat said uh, sit, a signal hound. So if <clears throat> uh, that may be an, an option as well. And if anyone else has any other ideas, drop them in the chat and we'll, we'll shout them out here. Uh, Steven says that uh, in relation to fox hunting, that's illegal in the UK. Our foxes are just too cute and cuddly. Uh, thanks for that <laughs> comment, Stephen. Uh, funny. Uh, have you seen any uh, or heard any of any drone use uh, for these types of attacks, uh, Lee? Yeah, you know, we were talking about before the, um, you know, before the session today started, we were talking in private about the um, pineapple and pineapple type devices. And there is one anecdote that's floating around out there shouldn't be too hard to find if you google it but there supposedly was a you know pineapple is lifted up to the ledge of a building and pineapple can do some of this and you know remotely controlled and you know parked on the ledge of a building and the pineapple is the payload of the drone and and off you go the irony there though to me when i try to resolve all of this Um, Most drones, most drones, not all, but most use 2.4 gig for control. And if you're jamming 2.4 out of your pineapple, which is the payload, hopefully you're not jamming your own control signal. So, you know, it's fun to think about, but it's also you got to kind of break it down technically and think about, okay, well, how realistic is that? If you're doing, if you're jamming 5 gig, you're probably fine. But then again, some drones do use both bands. Again, it's it's all unlicensed, so there's so many technologies using the common frequencies. Um, so again, to answer your question directly, uh, anecdotally, I've heard about people trying it and maybe doing it. I don't know how realistic it is. Understood. <clears throat> Thanks for the question. Uh, next one is the one I... So... Uh... Uh, my poor timing was to ask you a question while you're trying to figure out the demo um, from Charlie. Uh, so we'll circle back on that. It says, hi folks, is there any method to evade the Wi-Fi stealth check, not Wi-Fi stealth technology of man in the middle? I don't know if you're familiar with that. Well, I know the man in the middle can take a whole bunch of forms and maybe that's what I'm struggling with. And um not so sure about what, you know, Stealth means if I pop up an SSID that equals your SSID and, you know, I've got stronger power and I lure you over and, you know, you fall for it. And I, I'm a man in the middle at that point, um, you know, and rogue detection, good rogue detection or even neighbor detection will say, you know, here's this SSID that isn't one of ours and identify it as such. Um, even though it's the same SSID, it's known to, you know, it'll be identified as not part of the same system. But the stealth part, again, I'm just not following, and I apologize.